Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Glad to be back. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you listen, I appreciate it. Thank you. Tell a friend, enemy, coworker, tell somebody about my podcast. Okay? Um, it's a nice Friday morning. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to head to D.C. I'm excited. I love going to D.C. You're doing some shows tonight. For Underground at uh, Room 808, to 2 tonight, 8 and 10, and 2 tomorrow, 8 and 10 as well. Uh, I just love that goddamn city, man. I always look forward to going. But, <clears throat> again, tell a friend, tell somebody about the podcast. All right, you're riding the metro, you're riding the train, you're riding some. Hey, man, check this out. You know what? Be bold. If you have headphones in, head, uh, headbuds, <laughs> earbuds in, you, this is what you do. You just take one of your head earbuds, I don't care if it's dirty or not, and you just stick it in the ear of the person next to you. And to make it more awkward, do the, the ear on the opposite side. So you have to so you have to reach across their face. Okay. Make them really hate you and me in the in the podcast. And then later on, uh, I'll tell them to punch you in the face in the podcast. And they'll go, you know what? This this dude's pretty good. Dude's pretty, pretty good. Um, all right, I'll start with my milestone. For those that don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that he's going through in his life. Uh, sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And right now, he's he's in a good place. I, I've said that for the last few weeks. He's in a good place. Um, we had a good week together. My wife had to go down to Atlanta with a friend to take care of some stuff. So from Saturday to Thursday... It was just him and I. Just the boys. That's what he likes to say. Just the boys. And um, did we have a good... Why is this thing shaking? Sorry. Uh, we had a good time. Can I say good? We It went smoothly. We had a good time. I can't say we didn't. Um, excuse me. Yeah, I got into my routine. Um, and uh, things went smoothly. It's just, it's really about just, just being patient and realizing the times of the day where he really struggles. And the thing about me and him, the way our brains work, it's just like a, it's a perfect match of like the things that he does when he uh, can't concentrate or is in one of his, one of his moods. You know, it's coming down from his meds. Those are the things that absolutely kind of trigger me, like my patience and stuff like that. So it is it is quite the exercise. It is quite the exercise. Like one morning he just did he just did not want to eat. And I'm I'm not a like when people people say, oh, I'm not a morning person. I don't really I'm not grumpy. I'm not upset. I'm not mad that I woke up. I'm not like I can't say I'm not a morning person, but. I just like to get my shit done. I, I've been, I can be in a good mood, but I don't like to be late for stuff. I like to just focus on what I'm, uh, what we need to get done. Now it's, it's one thing if I get sidetracked for shit I need to do, but like with him, it's just like, I got to get him to school on time because if I don't, then I have to drive around the school, go out to the other parking lot, park the car, walk up to the school, get buzzed in, check them in. It's just like, Hey man, there's a lot of other little things I got to do if we're late. So, Stuff like that. He's very like, eh, we'll get there when we get there. 
So I have to be very aware and uh, cognizant of what's going on, the time of day. Did he take his meds yet? You know, um, is he coming down off of his medication? And I really have to talk to myself, hey, man, just ignore this. Just let it go. Don't ask any questions. Don't react. Just let it go. And uh, for the most part, it, it, it worked. You know, and I know he does a lot of things that just, just to try to get a reaction. And I'm just learning to like, you know what? I know exactly what he's doing and I'm just going to let it go. It's, it's not that big of a deal. He's in one of his moods. I'm just going to let it go. But we had a great time. We stayed up late on Saturday and on Sunday. Um, he slept pretty much every night uh, all the way through. Thank God. Cause like I told you before, sometime he'll wake up at three or four in the morning and just get ready for school and he won't go back to sleep. So that all worked out, but we had a good time, man. It's always, it's always nice to have some um, father, son bonding time. Uh, and I, I actually got some time alone in my own house. Something that is very rare for me uh, to actually get to spend time alone in my own house. So I got four days of that Monday through Thursday while he was at school. Um, oh, shit, man. I got my goddamn booster on Monday. And before my wife went, she was like, you know what? Maybe you should just like uh, just wait. And I was like, ah, I want to get it done because where we live, everything is a goddamn hassle. That's another. You know, what? I think that's another reason why I like leaving where I live. You know, I go two hours up the road to D.C. All of a sudden, I mean, I can, I can do it in Charlottesville as well, but Charlottesville is not. It's not a big, it's not a big city. It's not a lot really going on there as well. But I go to DC, man. We got Uber Eats. It's just uh seamless. It's all everything, man. You get I can take an Uber somewhere. There's actually shit to do, places to eat, people to just see. I can just walk outside, go, oh, let me let me sit on this bench and just people watch or and write jokes or you know, text or watch a video or some shit and have people around a nice setting. You know, the architecture in D.C. is fucking beautiful. <laughs> fucking beautiful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Very aggressive compliment to the architecture of uh, the city of D.C. Or what the, is it a city? What is it? A district. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I, I love going up there. I, I think that's a reason, another reason why, man. I get to get up. I can get up there. I can just relax. I can go grab a coffee. I was like, oh shit, I want some Ethiopian food or some pizza or I want some halal. I want uh, Turkish. Just anything. It's, it's all right there. It's all right. There. I, I fucking love the city of D.C. Might be my favorite. I haven't been to a ton, but I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So, um, oh, all right. So, we had a great week together. Um, she got back yesterday. He was happy to see her. We wouldn't pick him pick them up at the same time. He was very ecstatic to see his mom. He's he's really a mama's boy, man. He really is. Cause once she's here, he doesn't ask me for shit. I think he thinks I'm gonna say no. But what here's the funny thing. Not that we're mean to him, but she's way more mean <laughs> than, than I am. Way more mean. I can't even tell a little dude no. But I think he knows that. He knows I can't tell him no, man. He knows I can't tell him no. Um. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's uh, he's funny. So she's back. I'm uh, I'm playing second fiddle again. He doesn't care about old dad anymore because mommy's back. Uh, man. 
But uh, yeah, we we had we had a good time. We had a good time together. And uh, all right, I'm gonna jump into these topics because I I got uh, some shit to do today. So we all remember. I want to say it was was it last last summer sometime. You know what? Why even? You know, uh, let's look it up. So we remember. I, I want to say sometimes last year, Jesse Smollett. Um, I don't. He was found guilty of reporting a fake hate crime. Now, uh, let's see. January 2019. This is when this is happening. I don't know why I thought it was 20, 2020. He was a victim of a hate crime in January of 2019. I don't know why I feel like... You know what? The pandemic makes everything seem like it all got... Everything happened during that time. Um, so it was January of 2019. Okay, yeah, that, that makes more sense. So he basically said he was walking down the street in Chicago and these racist white dudes were like, hey, nigger, we know you from uh, from power. We're going to kill you and shit. And they basically tried to kidnap or, kidnap him or some, some, some wild ass shit. Something I, I did not. Oh, that's what it was. Here it is. I found it. He was walking down <laughs> downtown Chicago where he heard some homophobic slurs by two unknown men. They poured bleach on him and they wrapped a noose around his neck. But uh, he 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 got away. They they got well. He got away. Turns out, all bullshit, all fake. He's found guilty of lying. And the thing is, when this happened, when the story came out, it was it wasn't even really believable to be to begin with, honestly. And apparently he did this to bolster his career, which is absolutely pathetic and sad, man. Absolutely pathetic and sad. That you feel like you have to do something like this to boost your career that's going well already. I mean, look, I, and I can't even touch the LGBTQ stuff. I mean, that's not even in my lane, but come on, man. It's like you're, you're really not helping that community out. You're not helping black people out. Um, our country is already a goddamn tinderbox, and you want to add this bullshit to it? It's uh, it, it's just not cool to do. It's not cool to to lie, especially about something like this at a time like that, at a time like this. And I I just don't understand where did he think it was gonna go. It's like once the police are involved, they're not gonna just stop. They're not gonna just that's the it's their job. It's it's just a real shitty thing to do, and um, I've noticed. Ben Shapiro is like really going out of his way to make sure he's uh, sharing the old or yeah, sharing old tweets that other people have shared that uh, uh, that all these left wing uh, political figures shared when he reported that he was attacked by Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders. Just uh, the list goes on of all these people. Oh, my God, Jussie's such a good person. We need justice for him. Justice for him. This is this is bullshit. Attacks on the LGBTQ LGBTQ community. This has to stop. Just all these tweets from all these politicians and and other celebrities and stuff. And I get it; they were wrong, but they wanted to show this man support because they thought he was truly attacked. And should they come out and say something like, "Hey, this is bullshit. I showed this dude support." Turns out he was lying. Yeah, probably they should. But here's what's funny to me: Josh Duggar who was for a while, his entire family was just like this right wing uh, poster family for white conservatives, uh, Christian values and, you know, what America should really look like. And just a, just 
they look like the type of people you just see at Chick-fil-A all the fucking time. Okay, this quote unquote innocent looking, God fearing, Christian conservative white family who's out to do nothing but, you know, live these uh, uh, fucking perfect lives. And, you know, America hates them because they're so fucking perfect, basically. Uh, he was convicted. First of all, back in the day, he was accused of molesting his sister. Nothing really fucking happened. Recently was convicted or, or found guilty of uh, possessing the child pornography and all this kind of stuff. And back in the day, guess what? Your boy Ben, ben Shapiro was a supporter of his, saying that the, the left was only attacking him because he was a Christian. And he's pushing all these Christian values. And he was just saying how, like, um, why does it matter if Josh Duggar was using uh, Ashley Madison and, you know, and all this kind of shit? And um, look, and I get it. The left is really like, hey, when it comes to sex and sexuality and all that kind of stuff, we should never really shame people. We don't know people's uh, situations. So if someone is using Ashley Madison or they are polyamorous or they have an open marriage, that's on them. And I agree there. I agree. One of the, one of the articles that uh, Ben Shapiro wrote was about when Josh Ducker got caught up in this Ashley Madison thing when um, this list got released of all the people that use the website and he was on it. And apparently someone on the left wing media was just like, well, I feel bad for everybody on this list except for Josh Duggar. And he's just like, well, this is a, this is all hypocrisy. This is bullshit. Um, how come how, how come they do this? And here's here's my answer to this. The reason why I would not give him a pass either is because Josh Duggar and a lot of these other right right wing conservative Christians, they're the ones that set this moral compass that say all this extramarital stuff, open marriages polyamory uh being bisexual being gay they're the ones that say all this shit's bad and you shouldn't do it and they judge other people for it they're the ones that condemn people to hell for living the lives that they want to live they're the ones that do the shit so i really feel like it's really fair if you talk shit about people who step out in their marriage who uh, who have an open marriage people who use uh things like ashley madison i'll say what their what the consent or knowledge of their partner i can't speak for people who are out cheating I, I just can't speak for that but for these people who condemn consensual open relationships um just multiple partner all that kind of stuff i think it's i think it's very fair to not give you a pass because you're not giving other people a pass for uh what they do because you believe in the bible so i think it's very fair to say I feel bad for everybody else but this guy, okay? Which because you you can't publicly denounce all this shit, all the polyamory, the cheating, the you know the um, uh, people's sexual appetites in America, giving into the flesh and all that kind of stuff that these Christian people talk about. You can't publicly condemn it and then partake in it behind closed doors, and then when it comes to light, you want sympathy or empathy or you want uh, people to forgive you, or whatever it may be. You want people to understand. That To me, that's just not how it works. If you talk shit about a group of people, then you find yourself in that group of people, I don't. I can't feel bad for you. I don't. Not, a, not at all. But it, it, is, it is quite funny to see uh, Mr. Shapiro taking his, um, his victory lap and making sure he, he's... Uh, uh, exposing everyone that 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 supported Jesse as hypocrites, while he himself is being a fucking hypocrite.
He's got tweets out there. He's he's got some uh, Josh Duggar tweets. The difference between Lena Dunham and and uh, Josh Duggar is he didn't write a book about it. Man, that that's y'all man's on the right, Mister Y'all the moral compass. Y'all really want to know about this Gislaine Maxwell? Y'all y'all seem to really care about pedophiles, really care about pedophiles. But when somebody on that side of the aisle gets charged with it or actually found guilty of it, you get really quiet. Really quiet. Super quiet. I'm not a fan of that guy. Not not a fan in, in the in the least bit. It's just it's just funny. Like even even with the Mar Arbery case, oh he wasn't jogging, he wasn't doing this. A lot of right wing people they y'all will take white people's side in all these cases. Right off the jump, and then when you see it's not going well, you shut up. You get, you got nothing to say, even though you you had a hard stance on it before. And when it's not going well, you're quiet. And then when these like like when these three guys were charged, the, I didn't I didn't see anybody saying, "Hey, you know what? We were wrong. They shouldn't have been chasing this guy." But look at them; they're, they're looking for apologies from all these other people. Even even going, oh, Nancy Pelosi, she tweeted, she she deleted the tweet about Jesse. She should. What, what, what do you what, what do you want her to do? She supported this dude, found out he was lying. She deleted the tweet. What should she do? Just that wanted to not say anything, right? Don't say anything till all the facts come out. See, these are the same free speech. Free speech. I should be able to say whatever I want to say. No repercussions. But everybody else, when they talk, they need to wait till all the facts come out. They need to be on the on the on the on the right side of the facts. You, you can't even have an opinion. And you, you say everybody else does it. You say everyone else does it. But you do it as well. And the thing is, all these lies, all I feel like all lies end up coming out in the end. They all come out in the end. And this is what's so funny about this this whole thing when you look at when you look at this whole uh what's going on politically uh in our country. Just the overarching thing. Just a whole overarching story. I really feel like this shit's gonna wrap up like a goddamn like a like a movie. Like right now, they're so excited and happy they caught Josh lying. Not Josh, I'm sorry, Jesse Lyon. There's a, there's another man carrying a big lie, and he's been doing it for the last couple of years. And it's your man DT. I honestly, I really cannot wait to see what happens to that man. I, I really can't. I, I really hope that in the future we see this man being walked into a jail in cuffs and everybody that was involved with him. I said they were big on all these right wing people, huge on this big lying law. I mean, this big lying case with, with Jesse Smollett. But when it comes to Donald Trump, when he gets in trouble about his lying, it's going to be a completely different story. Right now, they want the book thrown at Jesse. They, they, all of a sudden, they can see the ramifications of somebody lying like this, perpetuating a lie of being tacked for being black and for being uh, 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 for being gay. They can, they can see the danger in that. But for somehow, they don't see the danger in this man lying to millions of people, having politicians lie again and again to millions of people about an election that was not stolen. 
They don't they don't see the dangers there. They don't they don't see that. But I I I can't wait. I promise I can't wait. And guess what? And if I'm wrong, I'll say that I'm wrong. But I I, I do not believe that I'm wrong. They just ruled that uh, these these documents that Trump wanted to have uh, covered up, or um, not covered up, but um, uh, unusable, not unviewable, you know, due to his uh, executive privilege. They're they're saying like that's not really the case. I'm glad. And my thing is, if you have nothing to hide, what what are you running from? This is what you always tell people, black people, people of color, when they're running from the from the police or they don't want to answer questions. Why are you running? Why are you running? Every almost everything these people have asked, like um, don't okay. What I'm trying to say here, uh, this is why I need to write this shit down. But I hate fucking writing this shit down. This is what's, what's is funny. Everything they say they stood for, everything they jump on people for, they're gonna end up doing, and it's it's going to be uh, hilarious. The Jesse Smollett lying thing. They're really, hey, he lied. He lied. He should be prosecuted. Watch him switch. Watch, watch him switch it up when when Trumps get caught up in his lies. Watch him switch it up. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're gonna switch it up. Lying's not that big of a deal. What does it matter? You know, even September September eleventh. January 6th, that was a, it was everything they said they stood for and they back they 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 went back on that. Blue lives matter. They collect they, they they attack police. They number one, they would always say, well we don't we don't protest. You know, right wing people don't protest. They're down there protesting. Number one. Two, all over looters and rioters. Oh my God, they're tearing us, they're, our cities apart, our, our country's falling apart. Boom. They love America so much, but yet they go to the nation's capital of the country that they love so much and tear shit up, pissing and shitting on things. But yet, that's not a big deal if somebody burns down the Wendy's, and I'm not saying that it's cool to do. That is absolutely horrific. A Wendy's was burned down. You're shitting and pissing in our own government's buildings, breaking windows. People died. Blue Lives Matter. You said you love cops. You were talking. You never condone violence. Hang Mike Pence. We need to build a wall. You're climbing a fucking wall at the Capitol. You don't condone, condone violence, but you're condoning this shit. I'm done with these people, man. I'm done with them. It feels good. Every everything they've done, everything that they've done, they said they would never do, or only the left does it, or certain groups of people. It's just it's 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 kind of fun to watch. It it, it really is. It it truly is is fun, and it's it's also sad. <laughs> but I I have to be honest, man. I I, I can't wait to see this man get. And all of his cronies and all of his allies get put in jail, man. I, I can't wait to hear the, the excuses. I, I can't wait to hear it. But, um, yeah. So that dude, he's a, he's a lying piece of shit. Uh, I, I, I don't condone that, condone that type of behavior at all, man. That's just, 
I mean, the fact that you would lie about that kind of shit, man, to bolster your career and to do it while our country is fucking on pins and needles racially, man, it's fucking just r- ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. Terrifying, man. The shit that that could have caused, it's just it's just crazy. And again, it's just so funny they can see it when other people do it, but somehow they just do not see it. Well, they just blatantly ignore it when it's them. Um, oh, I saw this story. This is now. This is where. Why wasn't this a national story? I saw that there was a white guy acquitted of killing a cop who he thought was an intruder in his home. How was that not a national story? How was that not a national story? With all the uh, the Breonna Taylor stuff that happened and all these these um these raids that went wrong and people uh, you had a, a baby who was burned by a flashbang because they went to the wrong home. All this type of shit. The 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 cop that shot the uh, the guy who was on his own couch. No no coverage. None zero zilch. Wild. Well, uh, why is it? I mean, white people, y'all always ask us that we only care when when black cops. I mean, when black people are killed by white cops, do y'all only care when when white cops kill uh, black people? I mean, because you would you would think that. Um, you know, they will be pretty upset about this guy getting off here. He killed a police officer. There's no outrage about that? No? Uh-uh, okay. Just wondering. But, um, yeah, nothing. Oh, let me say this before I get out of here. In on a, on a, on a, on a uh, more on a non-political note. It is hard to admit that a show you like isn't great. I've been trying to watch this show Invasion for the last couple of months. I was so excited about it. I want to say it's like episode nine. This might be the last episode. The trailer was so good. I'm highly disappointed in this show. I got to say, it's probably the first Apple show that I um, that I watched. That I wasn't impressed. I was, I'm, I'm let down. I like character development, but this shit is way too slow, man. Not enough action for me. Unless unless it's just a very, very slow build and they, they know what the next two, three seasons are going to look like, I'll be patient. But I will say, not impressed with the first season, but I, I continue to watch it, hoping that uh, it will uh, pick up. You know, it's just, um, God damn it. I just love the post, post-apocalyptic uh, genre, but this one ain't doing it for me. All right, I got to get out of here. Thanks, everybody. Um, have a great weekend. Safe weekend. Um, get your Christmas shopping in. All right. I don't know what I'm doing for Christmas yet, man. I haven't bought one goddamn thing, but, uh, there's a show. That's the show. Make sure you guys follow me on all things. Um, social media at Chris Allen comedy. Uh, let's see. December 15th. We are at the beer Baron comedy loft in DC. We're finally doing host battle folks. Winston Hodges and I we're doing, uh, in Charlottesville this January 21st. Should be fun. And I'm also doing, oh, I'm also excited about this. Oh, how did I forget this shit? December 22nd here in Charlottesville. Look, I love the dudes at my barbershop. We always have a great time. It's always so much fun. We talk so much shit. We talk about so many different things. We laugh, we cry. I mean, serious stuff, silly stuff. And I'm finally bringing it to the stage. I'm bringing all my dudes from the shop to the Southern. And we're going to just talk about all these different topics. We're going to do Q&A. We're going to talk about raising kids, relationships, all types of shit. We're taking audience uh, questions for the audience. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Um, I'm looking forward to it again. That is December 22nd. That's a Wednesday, 10 bucks, eight o'clock at the Southern. If you live here in town, I'm excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun, but uh, I'm out of here. You guys have a safe and great weekend. I'm out. Peace.